ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. Okay, before we begin, I would just like to clarify something here. So, that thing that we tweeted out yesterday that you all got super offended by, uh, those were just the words to Dean Ambrose's have fun being the guy that plays John Cena on television promo. Uh, the fact that you don't understand that is really your fault. It's not just your fault, it's not your fault. Relevant topical jokes about things happening with our current president. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that briefly. It's not just cool, it's, once again, as r- pro wrestling commentators, we have somehow become the most intelligent and knowledgeable people about politics in this country. I don't know about intelligent. I mean... Have you seen our president? I mean, yes. The, the, it, relative to him, we're intelligent, but not you know generally. But John, we are here. That's to, all that matters, man. We're not here to talk about politics. We're here to talk about WWE. Everything is politics. So that means this past week in Raw, SmackDown Live, two hundred five Live, very briefly, because boy, that show. Uh, NXT, which was tonight. And of course, Very briefly, because that not honestly not a lot happened on that show. I, I didn't. I was busy doing other stuff, so I didn't get to say it. And of course, this Sunday, Raw, your brand, John, is presenting WWE Great Balls of Fire. Isn't it exciting? Goodness gracious, it sure is. Nope, not at all. But I'm Owen, joined as always by John. And we're joined, as always, by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool, Owen? It's not cool. We're streaming live over at Mixler.com slash Zonecast and at Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Nice. Yeah, we're monitoring our chats there and our Twitter at The Heel Turn. So send us your questions and your comments, and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. What's up? Well, the 4th of July was this past couple of days. Happy America Day. America's fucked up. Sure is, but I like days off and I like eating hot dogs. As I said on my uh, on that good uh, hashtag that I coined yesterday, I, it was a very good national excuse to go to the beach and eat hot dogs day. I mean, I did both, so confirmed. I did both as well. Nice. Did you have a good time? Yeah, I had a very fun time. I went to to Reese, Jacob Reese Park here in uh in the Queens of New York. Mm-hmm. I watched some dudes light off some illegal fireworks. As you do, as I did. I was down in Wildwood, New Jersey, watching people on the beach shoot off illegal fireworks. And then you also, would think though that Wildwood, New Jersey, would have just an actual fireworks display. Oh, we did too. Oh, well, they, yeah. They, they did it alongside the professional ones, and it was great. Oh, very nice. You see, here at the Reese Beach, they did not have a, a professional fireworks display, so the professional fireworks display were uh, people that, you know, brought fireworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how it works is that over at the boardwalk, they had the professional fireworks, but instead of going there and listening to it all time to music, we go sit on the beach near our house. And it's, you know it's a bit farther away, but you get to see those fireworks, and also you're surrounded by fireworks being shot off at the same time. 
Well, it's great then. A great time. A lot of fun. I highly recommend watching fireworks. Fireworks are a neat thing. In fact, um, on Friday, I'm going to go see the Phillies uh, fireworks game. All right, then. Because fireworks. It's it's fireworks season. Also fireworks. Fireworks! Aside from fireworks, everything else good with you? Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I've been playing some Friday the 13th. That game's pretty cool. I heard. As you were doing during one of my streams. I did indeed. I uh, sort of say why you were not streaming it yourself. I don't know. Should've, Didn't you should have did a cross stream? Could have. Maybe I'll do that next time. I'll, I'll. I'm a Jason. I like Jason. Do Do you like Jason? He seems to be very murderous. I like Jason when I am Jason. Mm-hmm. When I'm not Jason, Jason is kind of a jerk. Yeah, because he's murdering people. All the time. Mm-hmm. Just like every single time, he's just murdering people. That, that sounds annoying. Kind of rude, if I say so myself. Yeah, it is rude. But you know what I was doing? What is that? I was playing Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy. I uh, indeed watched you play the, the Crash Bandicoot. It looks like a PlayStation game, but not gr- visually... But also, here's the thing, John. So, you know how I was kind of playing like garbage and like falling off stuff all the time. Yes. And I was like, I, I swear I'm not this bad at this game. Guess what? You are that bad. At no, that game. it turns out I'm not. Because an article went up today that went, "Hey, you know why it's really hard to control that game? It's because Crash Bandicoot's physics are totally different, but the levels are the same." Wait, really? Uh huh. Oh shit! Like they're all the, the the physics they made for trilogy are all the same across all three games, and is not the original ones. Huh. So he jumps, he falls down at a different speed, and he like, and the hitboxes are different. And I'm not crazy. It totally that totally is what happened. Huh. That's why I'm not good at that game because I'm trying to play it like the old one, but it doesn't play like the old one. That's pretty fucked up, actually. Ah, I like it as a new challenge. I, I, I find it interesting. Like, if I want to play the old ones, I can play the old ones. But this is, like, hard mode. But That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is, this is a pretty unfaithful remake. Yeah, well, you know. But it looks good. And I'm having fun playing it, so that, that counts. This tiger levels are fun. They're sure kind of racist, also. No, but that's the thing, John. We find out everyone wears glasses. Not just the Chinese people. Because we're all... It's, I figured it out it's all uh, Cortex's henchmen disguised in the old times. Oh! And they're all science people, so they got... They were in glasses. Okay. So it's, uh... It's racist against scientists don't think you can be racist against scientists you'd be surprised we'll have to look up the UN definition of this fair enough so John yes Owen you want to get into a little bit of wrestling talk I no actually you got something else to say 
No, I just don't really want to talk about wrestling because who cares about wrestling this week? I care. And All now right, I mean, I'm going to hit the music. All right, John. So you added the first news topic this week. I did. It turns out I do want to talk about wrestling, but also not really. Well, I mean, it's it's wrestling adjacent. Adjacent. It's got wrestlers in it. Sometimes, and a lot of people that aren't wrestlers. But they're playing wrestlers, so it works. They're also playing the fact that they're not wrestlers, which is good. Well, of course, we're talking about Glow. Accurate to the source material, I believe. Mm-hmm. But it's Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, which is on Netflix. By the way, did you see that someone uploaded the pilot to YouTube? The pilot of what? Of the original Glow. Oh, no, I did not. I was watching a little bit of that earlier today. I mean, let me guess, it was very stereotypical. Boy. Thank- not, honestly, not as stereotypical as the show. Oh, yeah, they wanted to go extreme for the show. But, uh, yeah, for this conversation, John, let's try to avoid major spoilers. Oh, yeah, no, we're not going to spoil anything. Because it just recently came out and people should watch it. Not going to spoil anything that doesn't happen, like, in the pilot. Okay, good, because there are some cameos that are fantastic. Oh, we're not going to talk about the cameos? Okay. Well, I don't want to talk about that specific cameo. Fine. That is a that is a fair cameo not to talk about. There are, are some cameos that I would like to talk about though. Okay, as long as like not the two that are in that one match. Whoa, look at you spoiling things. I'm just saying, man. Mm-hmm. Carlito's a pretty good actor. I, I did not know that was Carlito, who plays one of uh Machu Picchu's older brothers. The other one being Brodus Clay or Tyrus. Well, yeah, he's hard to miss. He looks like him. I mean, in fairness, Carlito looks like Carlito. Just... Like, way heavier. Put on some weight. So that's why I didn't recognize him. I'm like, eh, he looks familiar. I'm not sure who. But no, it's Carlito, okay? He's like, he didn't have an apple in his hand, so I didn't know it was him. Okay, I guess that's fair. And he didn't, like, say, I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. I mean, he doesn't have to say it because it's just accurate. But he also, he's, that's the way his theme music always started, with him saying that. I thought his theme music started with him spitting. Well, that first, and then he says it, and then the music hits. It's, there we it's go. very complicated, John. This, this sounds complicated. It was a different time. But yeah. I thought it was a very fun show. Yeah, I loved it. I think they did a great representation of wrestling without alienating people who aren't into wrestling. Absolutely. I I think that, yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. I think that they do a really great job of explaining why wrestling is a thing that people care about and how these characters get super into it, you know, while also, like you said, not doing anything to, like, really alienate people and not really anything to make it be like, you know... This is how, like, the in-depth craziness of it. Like, I, the the thing that I would say is that I think that, you know, the, the show kind of has a hard time sometimes of striking, like, a good tone. Because, you know, it, it does the dramedy thing and kind of jumps between, like, now it's really funny and really goofy. Now it's serious and sad. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I think that, you know, 
say maybe for example the whole drama between Allison Bree's character and uh you know her her best friend Debbie that she uh whose husband she cheats on with like maybe they could have done that a little bit better I'm just gonna say I thought that they handled it pretty well as in it being a good crux for this is how we set up the uh the big angle for the for, for the television yeah, no, I, I agree. I don't think I'm not trying to say like, oh, they did it like poorly. Oh, they they fucked up as much. It's just like I think that they could have handled their relationship a little bit better. Well, also the other thing you have to take account is they had ten episodes and they had to get from point A to point B in that many time in that many episodes, and it's kind of hard to while also fleshing out the other characters. Yeah, true. So I think they they tried to handle it the best they could, and they can explore it more if they get a second season. Yeah, absolutely. I I would really like to see what's going to happen more with a uh, a certain character based on a revelation that happens very late in the series. Mm-hmm. Especially because I think they didn't handle that character particularly well until that point. Um, which character are you talking about? Don't say what the, the twist is. Uh, the 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 punk girl. Oh yes, her arc is fantastic. Yeah, her arc was very interesting. I I just I didn't really like her character until they pulled that payoff because then the payoff made everything made sense. But until that, before then, it was kind of like, what is going on here? I thought that was intentional. Add some mystery, and then you know when they peeled the curtain, you go, oh, now it all makes sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I really enjoyed her. I. I enjoyed the the welfare queen played by uh Awesome Kong. That's so great that Awesome Kong had like a fucking major role in this show. Yeah, they had to get one actual wrestler. And she was fantastic. I mean, she they was didn't. A, she was a great in the acting. It was really good. No, yeah, absolutely. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I, I like Mark Marin too a lot. Yeah. He's real good at playing a scummy asshole. What are the odds of that? Mark Marin playing Mark Marin is pretty yeah. decent. Like he's playing wrestling Mark Marin. Because if you've heard him interview wrestlers, he doesn't give a fuck about wrestling. Yep, pretty much. Doesn't give a fuck about wrestling in the show either, really. Which is great. It's pretty good. I'm trying to make my movie. Yeah. That I will say was a pretty good reveal. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a good show. People should check it out. It's yeah, the whole season's I, up on Netflix. I really want to see season two. So do I, I think that season two could be a lot better, mm-hmm. and they could do a lot to improve on it. And that's right. I hope they get the full cast to come back if they do. I'm sure they will. I don't know. There's a pretty stacked cast. Like, who do you think they wouldn't be able to get back? Um. Do you think they can get Alison Brie back? Of course they could. Do you think they can get uh, the the producer back? Probably. I mean, I, I don't know what else he's really in. Okay. I'm just saying, like, they got a big, I, f- I feel cast. like you don't make a prestige show like this unless you're going to go for, like, you know, following through on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Al- they're getting Alison Brie is very much like... She's a big name actress that we're attaching to this show that we think is going to be very successful. Like I, the only other people I can see, like 
Maybe they couldn't get Austin Kong back, but that would be dumb and not really make sense. Right. Because I could see WWE trying to get her back. I could see that, too, but I don't know. All right. Well, show's good. I feel like this is probably I feel like this is probably a much better gig for her than, like, you know, touring. Yeah, but the pay. Also, yeah, but she, she the pay of being on a prestige fucking Netflix show. Yeah. But you only work so long and then until you work. Some people have the business in their blood, John. It's true. I'm not saying otherwise. I guess I'm more I guess I'm more trying to say uh in the Did you ever hear the the quote by uh Michael Caine about his performance in uh Jaws Jaws 4? I believe so, but please tell the audience. Okay. Well, basically, uh, for those that don't know, he was in Jaws 4, and in fact, he missed uh, picking up his o- getting his Oscar because he was fucking on set filming Jaws 4. Mm-hmm. And when pe- someone asked him about this, his response was, you know, I've never seen Jaws 4, but I've heard it is not a good film. I have seen the house that Jaws 4 bought me, and it is very nice. Yep, that's the quote. Hey, John. He'll turn. He'll turn. But I got more news. Anyway, watch Glow. That's about all. But yeah, I was trying to say, to say that. Go, go watch that. But John, we have news about something that's not WWE or Glow. What? What do you think about Impact Wrestling? I don't care. What if I... But don't you know that... The, the owl people also bought the GFW. I heard this, and I don't care. What if I told you that they're getting rid of Impact? Except not, but yes. They're just calling it GFW now. Because they're trying to get as far away from the TNA name as they can. The show, however, will still be called Impact Wrestling. Of course, because they can't get rid of it totally. You should just call it an Amped. Go all the way. <laughs> Get the energy drink sponsors. Let's go. I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, bad company changes is their name to something meaningless. Will not matter. I mean, they're trying at least. I'm not saying it's going well, but all, everything I've heard about uh, Slammiversary this past Sunday has been pretty positive, though. I heard that there was a football jock, and he did the wrestle, and I heard he that was people great. say that he was good. Yeah, I heard he was great. I also heard that the, uh, the Scott Steiner match was great. Really? Yeah, because they decided to... They're like, wait, there's a bunch of announcers in this match. We can't just have a standard match. Let's have it brawl into the backstage and turn it into the final deletion. Oh, okay. So they pretty much... Did a, a pre-taped backstage for most of the match. With Scott Steiner being all weird and shit. And then the Sinister Minister showing up. And everything going crazy. Okay. that That's weird. And also, Jer- sure. and also Jeremy Borash jumping into a pile of thumbtacks and all getting in his hand and it looking terrible. Ew. Yeah. Unpleasant. But it Who was won? Cool. Uh... I believe it was uh, Borash, his team. Oh man, 
I'm not sure. Everyone who talks about it doesn't say who won the match, so I'm assuming that's it. But I mean, it would probably make sense because why would the heel announcer win, even though Scott Steiner? But right, well, man, come on. Well, our our live chat can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I guess I just don't understand what the point of this Josh Matthews thing is. Well, it's probably over now. Hopefully. Hopefully it's over. Hope Springs Eternal. Because I heard that the people doing the commentary for that show were great. Hmm. Yeah. That's, I, got, uh, I got other news that's not directly wrestling related. Well, how about that? How about a little game called WWE 2K18? Fuck no. Right? But then they're like, no, but wait, John, we're making improvements. Really? You've been saying that for years. You say, oh, we we made a good story mode. Oh, is that so? You've been saying that for years. We revamped- Remember the weird ghost Renee that you fucking do backstage promos with that are really bad? Ghosts sound pretty cool. I've heard that uh, ghosts in these 2K games have lots of problems. You've seen that ghost Renee, man. I know. It's confirmed ghost. Confirmed demon. Oh no, that's Finn Balor. There are multiple demons in this game. Everything is a demon in this game. It's true, but they're like, oh, we, we're going to do the commentary good this time. <laughs> we're going to have the commentators actually be in the same room doing the recordings. Which, to which I went, you weren't before? What? Yeah, maybe that was part of the problem, was that, you know, you were fucking doing it terribly. But yeah, the commentary team is Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Byron Saxon. Cool. The former Raw team. Cool. That'll be... I bet that'll be really fun. Yeah, but... And and not strange when you're hearing them do commentary on SmackDown matches. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, that's kind of fucked up that you... You had this brand split. You can't even do two commentary teams. Like, you can't do two different ring announcers. C- Creepy Greg's not even in the game. No, of course Greg. not. JoJo. Who is it? Is it JoJo? Yeah, it's JoJo. And, like, they don't even have, like, different commentary for NXT. Of course not. They never have. I know, and I, I hate that. The NXT arena has never looked like the NXT. It never looked like Full Sail. Just... They keep saying they're trying to do so much detail for these games, yet they don't do enough. I read something, uh, some quote where they're like, oh, we're so tired of the fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, like, NBA looking better than us all the time, so we're like, like we're not going to use their technology, we're just going to outdo them. And it's like, fucking whatever, man. It's not like the fucking... This was the problem all along, was, oh man, the game doesn't look nice enough. It doesn't like, look nice. It doesn't look nice, it's true, and like, their whole thing about like, oh, well, it's cool, y'all, because we're gonna change it to, uh, we're not on the old systems now, so it's gonna be great. Like, that's not the problem. And I mean, really, if that was the thing was like, oh, it's it's on the old systems, so we can't make it look nice, like... You got a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, your whole thing of them not using the NBA stuff, why not? 
the NBA stuff looks like a million times better than yours. It does. It's just like, <clears throat> again, it feels a lot like focusing on the absolute wrong issues with this game of like, cause the actual issues with this game is it's not fucking fun to play. Well, yeah, I know that. Like, but- their whole thing of, like, we're going for the realism of a WWE match. These things are fucking realistic. No, it's like, it'd be great if you could work with your partner and, like, tell them the moves you're going to hit. That'd be fun. Yeah, like, stop making a fucking wrestling simulator. That's the issue here. Make it a fighting, well, not exactly a fighting game, but, like, a a brawler. Mm-hmm. Like, actually play into the fucking pageantry and goofiness of wrestling. The reason we like, instead of like, oh, we're making a serious game, we're making, like, the serious sports game for the serious sports gamer for wrestling, which is no one. Make it arcadey, but make it look fucking incredible. Look, Yeah. Like, I've been saying this for years. You know what I want. I want them to use the NBA stuff and actually, when they license the arenas for the NBA game, also license them for the wrestling game. Yeah. So you can have the actual arenas in the wrestling game. You can pick where you want to be. You want to have a show at the Barclays Center? Sure, license the Barclays Center. Mm-hmm. If you want a game at the Wells Fargo Center? Sure, do that. Like, that bit of detail and also having, like, in the middle of between matches just showing the outside of the arena or the city would be such a great detail to have. But they won't do it. Nope. Like, that's why I bought the NBA game when it was launched on the PS4, because they had the external shots of the city rendered in the game, and it looked incredible. I'm like, holy shit, that looks exactly... They put all the details into the arena. That's what I want. Yeah. So, it's a small thing, but it adds a lot to the presentation, and then also work on the gameplay. But that's hard. Yeah. They're like, well, you can have eight people play the shit show at once now. Sick. That's cool. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a bunch of notes. You can find them online about the other details. It's all BS. The game's going to be bad. Talk is cheap. Like, maybe the game will be okay. I don't know. I'm willing to get maybe give them a tiny benefit of the doubt. I'm not. Just because whatever... But yeah, like talk is cheap. Show me some shit. It's been years. Like show me the actual game like doing something that I haven't fucking seen it do before instead of just like, "Oh, look, it's another fucking Ukes game." A friend of the site, uh, Oscar, you know, who's been on the pre-show before, has is actually like likes these games and I continually ask him why. Like, why are your standards so low? Why do you, why, how can you possibly enjoy this game? I mean, I, for me, it's less like, I understand enjoying this game on, uh, on some level. Like, hey, I enjoyed, I used to enjoy this game. WWE 2K14 is a very good game. I had a lot of fun playing that. WWE 13, also a very good game. They've not changed since then and have actually just gotten progressively worse because they've just done fucking like glitchy shit and the weird rock paper scissors bullshit and being like having the game still based on like infinite reversal mechanic except like oh no now you can't reverse all the time for some reason Yeah. so now you just have to take hits in a game that has like basically no block system whatsoever 
They should just make that WWE Immortals console game. I'd fucking play it. Just, like, have it run on the Injustice engine. Be able to equip different outfits, like, your different John Cena shirts give you different power-ups, and let's go. Why not? Yeah, why not? They should just put John Cena in as a DLC character for Injustice, if they're gonna put <laughs> fucking Scorpion in. Really, right? Why not? You you have the model. It's a really low-res model, but you have it. Put John Cena in the game. Cena Justice, John's Among Us. But you know, if he when he uses his fatality, or whatever the equivalent is, they have to play his theme song. Well, of course. And have the voice yell, his name is John Cena. It's the victory theme. Great. And he hits you with a jeep, still. Of course. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's pretty much just the Batman uh, special move. Where he has the Batmobile run you over. Hey, John. Yes, Owen. I got one more bit of news, and we're going to go... In fact, it's it's an overseas news, but in fact, it happened in these United States. A word? States. What? No way. You know that the uh, the New Japan Pro Wrestling had their G1 special in, I've in heard the USA. Mm-hmm. And it was two nights over the, this past weekend, and included a United IWGP United States Championship tournament to crown their first the debut of the IWGP United States Championship. In fact, uh huh. Would, would would it surprise you that Kenny Omega is the champion? Say what? But he he fought Tomohiro Ishii in the finals, and let me tell you, that sounds fucking rad. It does sound pretty good. Have you seen Ishii wrestle? Yes. He's strong style as fuck. <laughs> sure is. So, I apparently he, they put on an incredible match. Because, look at who's in the match, of course it was. So, it's good. I'm, I'm happy that they crowned their champion, and it looks like they're going to continue their expansion. If they do a show in New York or PA, we should go to it. Sure! Like, I know they do some Ring of Honor, but I want to see, like, a full-ass... New Japan show. With all the I'm going to be honest with you, Owen. So, I'm a little surprised that they did not uh, put the belt on Cody Rhodes. Well, because he was fighting for the the heavyweight title. Yeah, true, but also if you saw the end of, have you heard anything about the show? Not really. I mean, I heard that there was some issues between. Uh, they're teasing like issues between Cody and uh, and Omega and uh, Omega there, but yeah, yeah, that's all I really yeah, know. After the match, Cody Rhodes came in and took the belt before before he, uh, Omega could get it, and then decided to hug him and hand him the belt. It's this little tease, but eventually they're gonna break up. They're gonna split up, and that should be a great feud. I'm surprised that Cody didn't win the uh, the title. Because that would have been a great launch for this feud. Because then you would go, oh, like, he was able to do the thing that Omega wasn't able to pull off. So, now he's got a chip on his shoulder. It would have made sense, true. But maybe they're holding that off till after the G1. That'd be interesting. Who knows? You know, in, in the G1, Okada and Omega are in the same uh, same bracket. 
Yes, I did, actually. So they're going to have their third match in the tournament. All right, then. But there's a 30-minute time limit, so we'll see how that goes. That's all I got for news. You got anything? Watch Glow. Yeah, um, well, yeah, you already said that. Uh, did I stutter? I'm just going to say it until people watch it. Watch Glow. No, they, let them finish this podcast, and then they can go watch Glow. Well, then let's get on to finishing the podcast. Raw sucked. No, actually, Raw was decent, but Great Balls of Fire will still suck. Oh, boy. I, mean, I didn't watch Raw, but I read up on what they did. And, oh, boy, I am not looking forward to Sunday. <laughs> Let me tell you. Hey, yeah, you know what? Some of Rob was pretty fine, actually. Like, had some pretty decent moments. I'm not going to lie. Like, there was some stuff I really much enjoyed. Well, but, you know, why don't we Sunday. Delve into it. Because at the Sunday's end, not looking great. Let's just say that up front. At, at the end of the show, we're going to have your predictions for it. Yeah, we are. But let's, uh, let's talk about Monday. Look, man, Raw had... The thing that Raw delivered in spades this week was some real great promo work. Like, everybody was basically on their game with that sense. Like, beginning the show with Enzo cutting just, like, a real harsh promo on Cass that was really strong and, like, reminding us why Enzo used to be good in the first place before, you know... Before Rusev stuff? Even before then, Enzo was kind of turning. Remember when he... When he banged the trombone. Remember when he banged that chicken? Yeah, he sure did bang that chicken, didn't he? He banged a lot of things. He's gotta stop. He's got a problem. He tried to bang Lana, even. That was really bad. Yeah. But let's talk about present time, Enzo. He said that Big Cass is a seven-foot-tall catchphrase that he wrote. Damn! That was really good. Yeah, this he basically ethered Cass on the microphone, and it was really good. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. This is not going to be a great match. No, it's going to be a squash. And I can't believe it's not the pre-show match. Oh, I can. Well, you know what the pre-show match is. I do, and we'll talk about it later. Great. Did, uh, did Cass come out? No, uh, Cass Scott was being interviewed by Charlie Caruso uh, backstage after Enzo's promo and was just like, I'm the main event, I'm the star, blah, 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 and then Enzo jumped him. Uh, good, good for, good for Enzo. Now he's going to get yeah. murdered on Sunday. He's going to die. And I'm going to be like, well, the problem is that Enzo was right. Cass is just like a walking catchphrase that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So, I don't know. Meanwhile, Enzo's just not that fun to watch wrestle, so... If they're gonna give him a single push, I really don't know that I'm on board. But, what if they move him to 205 Live? So I don't have to see him anymore? Great! Yes. And I'll have to put up with him. Let me just tell you, John. 205 Live is really bad now. Like, it got way worse. Like I, I, I'm, I cannot wait until the women's tournament starts so I can stop covering it. Cause it's just just so like bad. the cruiserweights. Yep. So when that women's tournament starts up, we're going to stop covering the 205 Live and cover that instead. <laughs> just a heads up. 
I'm, would I? Do you think I would complain about that? No. We have to see when they air that because it may throw off our schedule once again, just like the Cruiserweight Classic did. Yeah. Well, who knows? Anyway, uh, meanwhile, speaking of other people cutting really sick promos, uh, the Miz came out and did his usual Miz TV nonsense, surrounded by the Miz Taraj. Good name. Do you know what else is really good? What? Fucking Bo Dallas wearing a goddamn bandana with his big dopey beard and shit, and he looks like fucking PJ Black as part of the Worldwide Underground. Nice. It's pretty dumb. I'm into this. Also, fucking Curtis Axel looking like goddamn Arn Anderson just wearing like fucking a button shirt and khakis. I saw that too. That's pretty good. It's really good. I like these guys. What 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 do you feel about Heath Slater? I like the Heath Slater a whole lot, and I thought that it was cool that he got an Intercontinental Championship match. And you know, it was a shame that we're still gonna have to watch the Dean Ambrose on Sunday. Speaking of Dean Ambrose, did you notice something during this Intercontinental title match? What's that? That the. Uh, Dean Ambrose was dissing the name Miztourage, and then he said, who came up with that? The, the idiot that came up with Great Balls of Fire. And then all of a sudden, he was quiet for the rest of the match. <laughs> Did you notice Whoopsies. that? I actually didn't. Yeah, so, so, someone backstage cut his mic. He was not allowed to talk anymore after he dissed the pay-per-view name. Pretty good. Just wanted to make sure you caught that. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, that's pretty fucking good. Well, you know, he, he's just saying what we're all thinking. Yeah, that's that's what Dean Ambrose does. Also, does wrestling only okay-ishly. Also, the Miz ethered the shit out of him. He did, and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. He was just like, this dude is a fucking joke. He used to be cool, and now he is a joke. The end... And we were all like, yeah, that's that's basically right. Mm-hmm. That is, in fact, saying what we all were thinking. Hey, John. What's that? What if you took Dean Ambrose's name in that promo and you just switched it with Seth Rollins? Good question. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. He used to be cool, really and is. now he's kind of garbage and no one cares. Yep, pretty much. Did he even do anything on this show? Seth Rollins? Yeah. Uh, I actually don't remember. I mean, I watched the Hulu version, so he wasn't on it. I heard Bray Wyatt had a promo. Bray Wyatt cut a promo in the desert where he said that literally everything that has happened on Raw since he showed up was his doing, so cool. So he's the one to blame. Yep, basically. Fuck you, Bray Wyatt. Why you do that? Yep, Bray Wyatt cut a promo where he said that he is the reason that Big Cass and Enzo broke up. What? Yeah. That seems... Everything that has happened on Raw is because of him. Don't you see? No, I don't see. That makes no sense. I thought the Revival was the one. Remember? As I wrote in the notes, Bray Wyatt is in the desert. Please stay there forever. Hey, remember the Revival? No, who's that? Oh, they had a match last week. 
on main event. Yeah, main event. I watched it. I was like, why isn't this on Raw? What the fuck are they doing? Bad things, mostly. Like, seriously, the Revival are the best thing you guys got on that brand, and you're not even using them. Like I said, bad things, mostly. Mm-hmm. There was one good thing, though. What? That backstage interview between Samoa Joe and uh, Brock Lesnar was pretty cool. I don't know, man. I really liked it. Samoa Joe was fucking angry and talked about how he fucking did everyone. Yeah, but look at the list of people he's beaten in WWE versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but... You know, kind of, kind of a lame list. When, you, when Brock Lesnar could be like, "I ended the streak." Also, I killed John Cena. Yeah, but it's also a good thing to to be able to be like, "Yeah, look at all the people I fucking beaten in my career." Daniel Bryan beat him. Roman Reigns beat him. AJ Styles beat him. All these other top guys in the company beat them. You should have said Kurt Angle. Should have said Kurt Angle. Surprised he didn't say Kurt Angle, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was really strong. I thought that it was really cool. I also really liked Brock being a complete and utter dick and just be like, look, man, I know what you're doing. I've been there. Ha ha. Yeah, whatever. And like being the unflinching, I don't give a fuck about you. I'm already seeing past you. Mm hmm. I thought it was also super dope when Samoa Joe was like, motherfucker, I'm not afraid of you. I'm going to come find where you are backstage right now and beat the ever-loving shit out of you. And he almost did, but people stopped him. That's cool. Why would I ever root for not Samoa Joe? Because he's the baby face. Right? It's, I'm just saying, man, like... There's no reason in hell that fucking Samoa Joe should not be the fucking face here. Because, like, he is scary and cool, and that's dope! But also, he's gonna lose. Yes, I know he's going to lose. Mm-hmm. No one said he wasn't going to lose. We, we all know how Sunday is going. Yes. I'm not happy about it, but it's how it's gonna go. Oh. Yep. Hey, John. Yes, so. Speaking of Sunday, you, you, you didn't write this in the notes, but you know what else happened? What's that? The Shattered Truth. Well, it wasn't on Hulu, so... Oh, because we got to see the debut of Goldust's film. And guess what? What's that? Remember that cool cameraman with the gold camera? I do. They actually shot stuff with that camera. And we got to see it. We got to see the well, footage. Well, good. Yeah. I'm I'm glad they did. I'm glad it was a real camera. I, I just still think that, you know, I still think my idea from last week of that should be the camera that has crazy gold dust vision. It kind of had crazy gold dust vision. I mean, it was crazy gold dusty. No, gold dust in, please. Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, I'm done with this. This <laughs> is... Was it was it good? I didn't see any of it. I, I wasn't watching it carefully. It, it was fine. Goldust is being Goldust without the homophobia stuff. I like Goldust. Hmm. Of course you do. Is there anything else on Raw? 
Yeah, I mean, there was a bunch of stuff we could talk about, like the women's division. Nope. Do you want to talk about how Sasha Banks basically uh, won a handicap match by herself? I didn't see much from Raw. I saw this. Tapped out the women's champion? Oh, my God. So, lol, Bailey. Yeah, Bailey looked like a little bitch. So did Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, apparently, because what the hell? No one looked good at coming out of this. Nope, not at all. Like, not even Sasha looked good coming out of it. Because I mean, Sasha looked fine. No, like, but, the problem no, is looked, that... No, but coming out of this, you know she's going to lose now. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, is where I'm going with it, is that Sasha looked fine, the problem is that there's no fucking reason to believe that Sasha Banks is going to win on Sunday. Exactly. When, because, let's be honest... When does Sasha Banks win on pay-per-view? Never. Never. She didn't even win that Brooklyn one. Actually, you know what? I think I was at the last pay-per-view that she won. Wait, no, that's not true. She won at Battleground last year. And she won the 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 match with Rich Swan. Shit, you're right. It did have That doesn't count. She doesn't win title matches is the point. Yeah. There you go. That's That's, that's what we're talking about. She is like oh for Everything on fucking pay-per-view title matches. Yep. Uh, someone in the, in the, the Twitch chat says, fuck, fuck Sasha. And, uh, yep, pretty much. Look, she's still a great wrestler. She's still wonderful. Her character could still be awesome, but like everything on Raw, they're not doing anything with her. They're not doing anything with anyone. Like, for God's sakes, they have fucking Mickey James on there. When's the last time that she's done anything? On SmackDown. Yeah, like, she's all she's basically been is, like, a warm body who sometimes walks around with fucking Dana Brooke. Like, what the hell? Yeah, she, she came in was so hot off of the whole La Luchadora thing, and then she got traded to Raw, and nothing. Absolutely nothing. What a bummer. Like, the whole thing has just been an unmitigated disaster. Like, what even happened to her feud with Alexa Bliss? They acknowledged it in passing when Alexa fucking won the title and had her little rundown of everybody in the ring, and that's about all they, they've done with it. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's an unmitigated disaster. No one is looking good. And it, you know, it's like we said before, it also, none of it matters, because we all know the fucking Alexa is going to keep the title. They've done absolutely no build to this match. They've done absolutely nothing. Like, why would Alexa Bliss win the title, lose the title now? Especially to the person who is notorious for never winning on pay-per-view! Mm-hmm. It's, it's all, it's everything on the Raw Women's Division is terrible. And it continues to be. What a bummer. Yep. Anyway, uh, I only have one thing for its Raw Do You Care, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer already, so we can just move on to SmackDown now. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess I could ask it. Wh- wh- Owen. What is it? The Hardy Boys, do you care? I know what happened, and absolutely not. Oh my god, John, why are they doing this? I don't know. 
I don't know. Why Why would I want to see the Hardy Boys wrestle for 30 minutes? Owen, let's talk about some content here. Some hot content. What, what? We did, a couple years ago, we did a wrestling way back that, you know, is a cool feature that we did that could potentially come back if you donate to us at patreon.com slash pwc. Mm-hmm. It's a neato thing, just saying. Um, point is, we did a, uh, an episode of that show where we watched, uh, December to Dismember, the ECW pay-per-view. Yeah, you sure did. And the Hardy Boys had, like, a 25-minute match on that. And that was when they were, like, much younger. That was, like, ten years ago, and it was terrible. Sure was. And I wanted it to end. Yeah, you should go listen to that. That was, oof, boy. I actually had to apologize to you after the match. It was bad. I was terrible. Like, why would I want to watch the Hardys wrestle for even fucking longer? Like, ten years later when they're not doing the thing that makes me like them. Yeah, they're not even broken. I I don't know what to tell you, John. This is your pay-per-view. You're going to have to write a review for it. What a goddamn disaster. I mean, I technically am also going to rate review, which will be a Patreon exclusive, but I still don't want to sit through this match. You want to just get the predictions out of the way now? Now that I'm feeling all punchy and and wanting to shit on this pay-per-view? Are are we done covering Raw? Yeah, Raw was okay. It It sure seems like it from your tone. No, that's the thing. Raw was okay. Raw was a totally fine show this week. But it's building to a show that looks terrible. Like, it was the go it was a good go home show for a show that's going to be bad and predictable. Well, John, as the uh, the local Philadelphian, I have to say that a pay per view being hosted in Dallas being terrible, I'm not surprised. Nice. Thank you. Also, oddly enough, Philadelphia gets a pay-per-view three weeks later, and it looks like it's going to be incredible. But I digress. Let's talk about WWE Great Balls of Fire. Let's, let's hit them up with the predictions. John, the pre-show match. I, I put all the matches in the notes, and I, I did it all from memory, so maybe I forgot a couple, but I, if I did, I, who I, cares? I, I have the actual card up. So, so I did have did I have everything? I, I'm, I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at this. Here. Well, look at the notes. I, I put a funny thing there. Okay, there's eight matches. So, did you put eight? Yes, I did. And there you go. All right. Oh, well, I did it right then. Then I'll do it in well, yeah, the look at that you wrote them then. So, John, Cruiserweight title. Wait, you have to ask me the question. Uh, it's Great Balls of Fire. Do you care? No. Well, I have to go through it anyway. God damn it! Neville versus Tozawa for the Why Cruiserweight title. Why is this title. on the pre-show? Because the Cruiserweights... No one cares about the Cruiserweights. I know that we're going to talk more about 205 Live in a bit, but did they do anything to build for this match on there? I don't fucking know. That show's so boring that I, like, I zone out during it. Okay. Like, there's some stuff I'll, like, tell you briefly about, but really, I went to, like, look up what happened on this show because I really zoned out. It's it's bad. And Vic Joseph being, like, a... Being, like, super monotone is not helping. Okay. Neville's gonna win. 
a million more years of Neville. Neville will be the person to retire the cruiserweight title. Yeah, like in why, why, five months. Why would you change the title on the pre-show? Makes no sense. They look, man. You say that. This is a company that has changed the tag team titles on the pre-show before. That's true. That's true. Uh, this is this is a company that has low standards, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of low standards, how about Enzo Amore versus Big Cass? Hey, this is a match that's had a real good build-up to a match that's not going to be good. Well, who's going to win? Big Cass. Like, what? Okay, just, 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 I just need you to say it out loud. Um, for the Raw Women's Championship, it's Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Again, this is going to be a great, exciting match that I'm so happy to witness. I cannot wait for Alexa Bliss to win. Sure. Whatever. Alexa Bliss is going to win. Whatever. Shame. Ha ha! We did it. We did it. I forgot. You want to know the worst part? Actually, uh, I was watching uh, Raw earlier because you know I didn't watch it on. Oh no! Did 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 the Hulu version activate your uh, your Echo? The Hulu activated the Echo. Corey Graves kept activating my fucking Echo by saying the A word. Yep. It was pretty funny, but also annoying. Like, that's why uh, during my rock band streams, whenever I invite the Oscar to, uh, you know, to join the party, and he and he says it with the connect, I always yell at him to turn off his microphone if he does that. Because if someone's watching on their Xbox with a connect connected, it'll totally fuck up their stream. And it's incredible. <laughs> the, just be careful when you're doing streaming out content. Don't say keywords that'll activate voice commands. Just be careful. Or do. It is pretty funny. Yeah, or do. I mean, I laughed when your your echo went off. But uh, the next match, John, is uh, Seamus and Cesaro against the Hardys in a 30-minute Iron Man match. Here's my prediction. I will kill myself at minute 27. You know what, John? Until just now, I just remembered, oh, right, Jameson Cesaro did win the belts, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Great division. Remember, Shame Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy are the only faces. True. The only babyface team. On the entire roster, yep. Sheamus and Cesaro are going to win. Of course they are. Prediction on, is it going to like come down to the last second? Is it going to be a blowout? I don't care. Fair enough. I don't care. That's my prediction, is I really don't care. Speaking of not caring, here are two people that no one gives a shit about. It's uh, Seth Rollins against Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yep. I really did not I do not know why this match is existing. Also why, why is, not? Also look at this card. Why is Finn Balor and Elias Sampson not on this card? Finn Balor didn't Elias Sampson wasn't even on last on Monday's show. What? 
Nah, man, Finn Balor fought Cesaro. I thought they were... Uh, never mind. I don't, I don't want to know the answer. Whatever. What? I. What are they even doing? With Finn Balor? Nothing. Great. That's the answer. They're doing nothing. Great. A year ago, around this time, he was building up to become the first Universal Champion. Yep. Uh, and then they gave him the Universal Championship and he got injured, so now they're being dicks about it. Boy. Seth Rollins injured him, but they're being dicks and taking it out on Finn. I mean, to be fair, Rollins is having a match with Bray Wyatt. That's pretty bad. Come on, man. Bray's the guy that is literally responsible for every single thing that is happening in, on Raw right now. Wait, did he injure uh, Did he injure Finn Balor? He wasn't on the brand at the time, so I'm going to guess no. Okay. Who's who's winning? Just, just just pick a name at random. Gee, I wonder. Is it going to be the guy that doesn't win, or the guy that has won every match, like basically every feud that he's had this entire year, even though nobody really cares? But John, what if Bray Wyatt turns the ring into worms? What what about that? It didn't work last time. All right, you're you're right. You got me. Seth is going to win. Great. Intercontinental Championship match. It's The Miz against Dean Ambrose for the 100th time. Wow. I, I got That's nothing. my prediction. Wow. The Miz going to win? Yep. Miz-Taraj interference? Yes. Now we're getting to the good stuff. How about an ambulance match between the Roman Reigns, the big dog, against Bing Bong Braun Strowman? I want this match to be good. Yeah. I mean, what if Braun Strowman like, is about to be put into the ambulance instead he flips it over? That would be amazing. He'd be like, well, you can't put me in now. It's flipped over. Whoops, Daisy. Can't drive it away now, sucker. <laughs> Bye. Roman Reigns is going to win. What? Roman Reigns is going to win. No. He's going to win, and then he's going to go on to beat the Bork Laser at the SummerSlam. But Roman got the advantage on Raw. Never bet against Roman. The big dog? Never bet against the big dog. It's his yard, I've heard. Yard dog, dog of the yard yard. Man, they should have a dog of the yard match. Though, technically, isn't that what WrestleMania was? Yeah. Oh, they should build it as that. Anyway, main event is for the Universal Championship. Remember that belt? I want this match to be really good. It's Brock Lesnar against Samoa Joe. I want this match to be really good. But here's the problem, John. What? A half hour of this pay-per-view is being dedicated to the Hardys. Yeah. I Well, again, this pay-per-view isn't going to be good, but I want this match to be good. No, but I'm, I'm saying that they're, they're taking an entire half hour out of possible Brock Lesnar-Samoa Joe wrestling. For the Hardys. Very true. What if this match doesn't get a lot of time? 
I could see that being the case. Oh, no. I want this to be a 40-minute ridiculous brawl. With them both, like, just passing out because they lost too much blood. This should be something special. Like, and I think the problem is that, I think part of the problem is that we have not had a very special Brock Lesnar match in a really long time. Like, you know, look, the the Goldberg match at WrestleMania was what it needed to be, and it was very good for what it was, but it wasn't like a really special Brock Lesnar match. It wasn't like, here's the fucking, here's the beast fucking killing some dude. Like, I feel like the last really special match was that, was like the triple threat between him and Cena and Rollins. Yes. Like, we need a match like that. We need, like, a match where it, it, Brock Lesnar actually has to, like, fucking defend himself against a fucking murderous force. Hey, like, Hey, John, hmm? let me tell you something. I, I was in person at ringside for that triple threat match. And it is... And mind you, I was also at WrestleMania 20. This was the greatest triple threat match I've ever seen. That Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, John Cena match. Well, right then. It's just you're asking for a lot if you want it to be on that level because that match is the greatest triple threat I've ever seen. But that's the thing. Like, it, I'm not even saying like it needs to be on that level. I'm saying it needs to be on the level of what that match represents. It needs to be something special. It needs to be something like unique and crazy and unbelievable. You know, it needs to be the thing that we were that we've been hoping for so many Brock Lesnar matches to be, and they never were. The Dean Ambrose match is a perfect example of that. Like, it needs to be that. And I worry that it's not going to be. What if it turns into Lesnar or Orton? Mm, wrong kind of special. Yep. I st- I'm still haunted by that image. Yeah. That's, that's traumatizing, dude. Yeah. There's so much blood. It's a lot of blood. I'm going to predict that there's going to be a lot of blood in this match. Because remember, we saw Samoa Joe get busted open in that one takeover match. Yeah. And he don't give a fuck about blood. Nope. So let them fight. Let's go. He's like, I drink this shit. Yep. Let's do it. What are you happen? Who, who, who are you picking? The, the, the Bork Laser? Oh, the Bork Laser. Come on. Okay. I, I, as I just said before about the Rom Dog, uh, this is destiny. Wait, am I going to have to go, like, on a bunch of quests to collect a bunch of resources? Shit. Not that destiny. Okay. Just making sure. Is the, be- the beta for the new one's coming out soon? Just got just to check sure there's not a cross-promotion going on. That's why we don't see the Big Show much on Raw. He's too busy getting hyped up for Destiny. Good point. So yeah, that's Great Balls of Fire. There's two matches that could possibly be interesting. Everything else is dog shit. Woo! Yay! However, John, over on the blue side of things, they're building up to what might be my favorite pay-per-view of the year. Oh, really? 
and not just because I'm going to it. Because they're saying, here, Owen, here's all the things you like. Let's make them happen. Yay! So, do you want to talk about the 4th of July edition of SmackDown Live? Sure. Let me pull up my notes, and uh, guess who started off the show? I hear that there is a, a stunning new free agent. Yeah. It's John Cena. It's that guy. Would you be surprised that the Crown Phoenix chanted, uh, sang along John Cena socks to his song? Uh, not really. Well, they did, and it was a mixed reaction, and John Cena was all amped up, and he's like, I'm a free agent, so that means I'm putting everybody on notice. I'm not a part-timer, I'm an all-timer. You want that means I'm gonna be on all the shows. I'm the Cena. You want some, come get some. And then he starts listing off all the people who's like he's putting on notice, which included and ended with Roman Reigns. So alluding to future things perhaps. Whoa. But you know who he didn't he didn't name drop? Rusev. Rusev. And Rusev came out with a new haircut. He's got short hair now, and he looks awesome. Alright, then. He's got his Bulgarian flag with him, as always, and he's, he grabs the microphone, and he's he's mad. You remember those video messages he sent about the money in the bank? I do. No one answered them. Yeah, they didn't. He's been all, he's been spending all this time rehabbing and you know getting stronger. Nobody cares about Rusev. Like they keep airing all these commercials for John Cena's big comeback. Where's Rusev's comeback commercials? It's a good question. It's a good question indeed. So uh, then John Cena says, "Well, if you want some, come get some. It's the Fourth of July. So how about?" You put your flag in one corner, I put Old Glory in the other corner, we have an old school flag match. To which I got super excited, but I went, oh, wait, I'm gonna miss that. I, li I love flag matches. They're one of my favorite types of matches. Remember the Jack Swagger one that they fucked up? Let's not. However, John Cena straight up, like, described an old school flag match, and said old school flag match, so... I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it for America. And Rusev's like, yeah, okay, but not tonight. Do it on his terms. And you know what his terms are? What? We do them in Owen's hometown. We do it at Battleground. Jorp Sender. So John Cena versus Rusev in a flag match at Battleground. I am cool. so excited for that match. They haven't done a, a regular old flag match in years. They're fun. Have you seen one? Yes. Not live, but I've seen one. Oh. When? When did they do one? I, I mean, I've watched them on oh, you mean, TV. Oh, you mean watching, like, old stuff? Yeah. Oh, I, I, what, what do you mean by live? You didn't see it when it was actually, like, airing. No. God, no. Yeah. Flag matches are cool, aren't they? Yeah, flag matches are great. Who doesn't like a flag match? No, I'm excited. I'm, I get to see one. I'm not sure. I, I don't think I've seen a flag match in person before. So I'm looking forward to it. Knock another one off my list of gimmicks I've, I've seen. 
Oh, so, uh, after this, Danny Bryan's in his office and he calls in Chad Gable. Like, Chad Gable? I, that's a guy. He's like, hold on, I'm waiting for someone else. And then AJ Styles walks in. So Chad Gable and AJ Styles are in his office. And Danny Bryan explains that Kevin Owens is all like, I beat both these guys. Why the hell should they get another title shot? I'm Kevin Owens. Or I'm a guy. But Danny Bryan's like, he's kind of got a point. He did beat both of you for the title. So, what we're going to do... I have a question here, Owen. What's up? Where's fucking, uh... Jason Jordan? Yeah, Jason Jordan. He shows up later. Oh. He's already in the Battle Royal. Oh, okay. But, for AJ Styles and Chad Gable, they're going to have a win-and-get-in match. Only one of them can get in the Battle Royal. Oh no! So and the match is next, and I have a question for you, John. Do you think a match, a singles match between AJ Styles and Chad Gable, is going to be fucking awesome? I'm going to say probably. You damn right it is. This match was great. The whole story was AJ Styles is like a great wrestler, but yo know, Chad Gable is is an Olympian, so he's going he to out wrestle the fuck out of you. To which AJ Styles always gotta do is just try to take out his legs so he can't do his lifts. Even he can also want none. Because he, he doesn't want none. And the whole beginning of the match is just Chad Gable throwing AJ Styles around and doing a bunch of mat wrestling, and it's awesome. And then it evolves into a more high flying match for AJ Styles. And there's one great spot where AJ Styles tries to put him in the Styles Clash, and he gets reversed into the ankle lock. Which then gets reversed into the calf crusher. Nice. And what's great is after that, both guys try to stand up for a stare down, but they both have their legs hurt from the move, so they both fall down at the same time. It's great. Oh, no. It's great. This match is... Pain, hurting. The match is awesome. You should go watch it. AJ Styles wins with the phenomenal forearm. He's in. No Chad Gable. AJ Styles did shake his hand afterward, though. Sure. Yeah. This was great. This is really... I feel like this is really going to help Chad Gable. Like, if they decide to spin him off, this match pretty much made him with the mainstream crowd. He's great. Love me some Chad Gable. After this, John, uh, we have a Carmella... Uh, a Carmella-bration. Because we need another segment of Carmella talking about the money in the bank briefcase. I can't wait. Yeah. It's whatever. But then Naomi interrupts and there's something different about her. Do you like the SmackDown Women's Championship? It's fine. What if they made it glow? What? What if those crazy lights that are on her boots that like change colors and shit... What if they made the belt do that? Uh, on or do her nameplates do that? Or no, the, like... belt, the main whole main plate of the belt, the big WWE logo thing. The whole thing lights up and, and changes colors, and it's fucking amazing. That's dumb as shit. It's so dumb, and I love it. You should, you should. I put a gif of of it at ProWrestling.cool. It's so cool looking. All right then. You should. Go, go take a look at that gif and tell me what you think. It's on my About Last Night article. 
I love it. It's it's awesome. What else happened? Uh, yeah, she she interrupted and then she called out Danny Bryan to, to uh, come out to confront Ellsworth, and then he bans him from the arena. Dunno! Then he finds him ten thousand dollars. Okay. Then he suspends him for thirty days. Thirty days. Uh huh. Thirty days suspension. And if he breaks any of these, then Carmella gets stripped of the money to make briefcase. So then Car- this all hmm? this all seems unnecessary. Like the internet, Dan Bryan is very pissed off about that first ever women's money in the bank ladder match. That looks really goofy. Right? But if they sell one like that, I I, I would buy that. Of course you would. It's, it's it's I feel the glow, man. But come on, that that looks pretty cool. It, it is the next next step that they're gonna take with this character. Right. I guess. I just don't like it. I like it. And it makes it look more different from the raw belt. Whatever. John Cena got a spinner. Naomi gets a glow belt. It's fine. But the point is that James Ellsworth had to be thrown out of the arena immediately. So Carmella left. And then we had the third rematch between Lana and Naomi for the women's title. Why? Because if you didn't see social media over the week, Lana's shoulder was actually up during that pin. So, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, that match went on. And, Great. And it lasted a few seconds. Great. Why, why do you keep saying Great. Why do they keep doing this? Because... Why not? Because Lana's terrible! Well, she is terrible. But, uh, they got all the other women are busy doing something else, I guess? Jesus Christ, what, what else happened? Um... Well, after the match, Tamina came out and helped Lana uh, get out of the ring. So they're teasing something with them being a team or something? Cool. I, I don't know. So, uh... After that, we have uh, Nakamura getting interviewed. Asking about what he meant by, uh... You know... Baron Corbin being fearful of him. And as soon as Shinsuke Nakamura said Baron Corbin's name, guess what happened? Baron Corbin appeared. And hit him in the back of the head with the briefcase. So I'm assuming these two are going to have a match at Battleground. Cool. It's fine. It's quick and to the point. But then, John, next up we have the segment of the night. And possibly of the year. This, this, this is probably going to win a year-end award. Did you hear anything? Okay. Did you hear anything about the rap battle? I heard that Wale was there. Wale was there, and he was the host. Sure. And so the Usos came out with their own posse. 
And then the New Day came out with their own posse. Which Who is in the posses? Well, only one person of note was in the New Day's posse, and that was nerdcore uh, artist Megaran. Oh, nice! Yeah, he was, well, he was even name-dropped by Xavier to, when he asked him to hold his trombone. Oh, that's fucking sick! Yeah, so Megaran was there. That was cool. But, uh, yeah, they, they started Fuck off... Fuck yeah, Megaran. Good for him. But uh, they started off, uh, you know, trade... Train rhymes, train bars. Uh, Biggie, you know, making fun of them, making fun of Rikishi's butt with his booty. But then, early on, the Usos just dropped a nuclear bomb, and the rest of the segment was just null and void after that. I, I wrote down what the Usos said. Okay. Would you like to hear it? Let's hear it. Hey, Big E, let's keep it PG. You know what's good. Just don't get all rated R like your boy Xavier Woods. Ooh. And everyone's reaction was incredible. They they went there. They actually went there. What was the reaction? Just everyone going, "Oh shit." Uh, like everyone run run around like yelling. <laughs> it's incredible. Like it's on the Hulu edition. It's not on the YouTube clip. I kept it in the Hulu version. It's just so good. Like I have in my about last night. I have the gif of the reaction when he says it, and it's so good. So if you have a second, to take a peek at that. It's it's well worth it. Also, another fun moment was uh, Kofi Kingston name-dropping a, a weenie-do. Y- you've heard of weenie-do, right? No. It's, it's, it's when your gut goes out further than your weenie-do. Well, alright then. And then the crowd proceeded to chant weenie-do. Because that's what you do. Xavier is very much like, uh, oh, oh shit. Yeah. It's great. And everyone else is... And Wale just going, oh, like, running around. It's great. Wale is fucking on the floor, just like, what? Yeah. It's 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 amazing. That that might be my thought coolest moment of the year. <laughs> is them actually referencing Xavier Woods' sex tape. But yeah, the, the, the old... Like, I can't... I can't just, like, read out what... This, what all the raps were. They were extremely good. The whole segment was fantastic. The Usos clearly won, but uh, they did get physical with the New Day, which caused them to get disqualified, so the New Day ended up winning. It was a great segment. I, I, you you should get on Hulu and watch it. It's worth your time. It's probably going to win Best Promo of the Year. You know what happened afterward, John? Hopefully nothing. In English, you like it in English, right? Sure. He he sings, and he was singing again, and then Randy Orton interrupted. Of course, again. So this is what Randy Orton's doing now. Yep. But here's the thing. Uh, while he was doing his dove pose, 
And it was like, I wasn't finished. And then proceeded to beat the shit out of Orton. Like, throw, throwing him into the steps, throwing him over the announce table. He just laid out Orton. And then got back in the ring and continued to sing. Not bad. And then they had a match. Oh. Where in English, he won the match. What? Uh-huh. Really? Yes. Aiden English won. Holy shit! Aiden English won. How? Because Randy Orton decided to pick up the steel steps and smack him in the head with them. Ow. But guess what? He got disqualified. Aiden English wins. It's in the record book. <sighs> cool. But Aiden English did have the advantage for, like, the whole first half of the match, which was awesome and super surprising. Alright. Aiden English was great in this. That's cool. I mean, until he got ring stepped. Yeah, well, he still won. He has that now. He has a win over Orton. And then he cut. Then uh, Jinder Mahal came out, cut a promo about how he's going to beat the tolerance in the Randy Orton, which I thought was an amazing line. And also, okay. And also, I'm like, wait, am I supposed to boo you? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Like all, like all these Americans are intolerant and hate me because I'm from another country. And I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah, you're not, you're wrong. not wrong. But then Orton actually figures out a way to justify everything. And he's like, go, shut up. Number one, people hate you not because of your, you know, your ethnicity or where you're from or what how you speak. We just hate you because you're a jackass. Which is also true. Jinder Mahal is a jackass. Yeah. So, yeah, he's like, I don't, I like, I don't give a shit about all your, your nationality stuff. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna murder you in this cage because I hate you. So, yeah. They kind of made it work. I'm kind of into it. Uh, we're almost done, John, because we're, we're at the tail end here. Do you like Todd Dillinger? He's a cool guy. He got interviewed. He sells the 10. He, he, he got interviewed. Was it about 10? He got, no, he's about the Battle Royal coming up. Oh. Uh, by He got interviewed by Renee Young. Wait, no, that's not right. He got interviewed by Tanae Young. What? Oh, it's Tanae Young. It's Tyler Reese dressed up as Renee Young. Wait, was it really? Yeah, Tyler Reese was dressed up as Renee Young. <laughs> Interviewing him. Meanwhile, Fandango's dressed up as a construction worker with a mustache is falling off, even though he has a full beard. Just, like, working on a wall for some reason. Eavesdropping. Oh, okay. It's, it's amazing. Like, Ty Dillinger totally knows it's both of them, but... Just plays along anyway. It's great. It's it's a really fun segment. Sure. I'm glad they all got a little bit of time on the show to talk. Speaking of people, a little time to talk on the show. We got the actual Renee Young, who when they cut to her, she had the weirdest look on her face. Going, what just happened with with that Renee Young stuff? <laughs> but she had a um, Marianne McCanellis interviewed to talk about love. Cool. Except when they were trying to talk about love, the lights went out. 
What? Because Sami Zayn was stretching off camera and he tripped over something and took out the lights. Good job, Sammy. Came over and apologized and then tried to nerd out about Huey Lewis and the news to talk about the power of love and Maria and Mike were having none of it. And while he was trying to go through his whole long rant about it, uh, his music started playing and then he just ran off. <laughs> like, oh shit, match time. Bye guys. I just want to say that I love Sami Zayn now. His ca- his character on SmackDown is the greatest thing going. Him just being a super nerd that everyone hates. It's great. Love it. Hooray! And now the main event is the, Inter- the Independence Day Battle Royal. Jason Jordan's in this match. So he's That's not injured. That's a guy. So he's not injured. The Hypros are also in the match, and the Ascension, and Dolph Ziggler, and Harper, and Rowan. And AJ Styles. And one of the colognes. I don't what? I don't know why one of them was in the match and not both, but whatever. Was it Primo or Epico? It was Epico. I had to look at pictures of them very closely and look at the the television and try to figure out which one it was. The internet says that Epico is a really good worker. I don't know if I believe them, but this is what they say. Well, it's hard to show that off in a battle royal. Especially when you get eliminated during a commercial break. Nice! Final three were Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, and Ty Dillinger. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention first, uh, Mojo and Zack Ryder were in the battle royal. Okay. And Mojo ended up doing over Zack Ryder. What? And Kevin Owens was on commentary. And he was livid about it. What kind of horrible monster would turn their back on their friend and stab them in the back? What is wrong with him? I hate this guy. He's the worst. No one should ever cheer for him. It's not wrong. Like, going off, and then uh, Tom Phillips is trying to explain, like, but didn't you do... Like, and he just kept shutting him down. Like, shut up! It's great. Nobody cares what you think, Tom. Yeah, he, he hates he hates everyone but JBL. It's great. But yeah, just Kevin Owens like yelling nonstop until Mojo got eliminated was incredible. But yeah, the finals were Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, and Ty Dillinger. And Ty Dillinger almost eliminated both of them. Sure. He got them both on the outside and tried to kick him off. And instead, whoops, he fell over. He's eliminated. So... Then we got AJ Styles and Sami Zayn having a cool match, which ended with uh, Sami Zayn going for the Haluva kick, uh, AJ Styles ducking, and and Sami Zayn almost wiping out over the top rope. Except he didn't, and then he got Pele kicked off. AJ Styles wins. There you go. Cool. We're going to have that match at the Battleground, and I can't wait. Cool. That match again. It's only the second time. It's only the second time. Still, though. I'm, I'm, the last time was like two months ago. I'm okay with this. They put on a good match last time. I'm sure they'll put it on another good match. Also consider the crowd they're going to be in front of. A hot, super smarky crowd. So it'll be good. That's SmackDown. I liked it a lot. How are we already gone for an hour and a half? I don't know, because Great Balls of Fire. Also, we had right. that long rant about the 2K games. 
2K games are bad. All right. It's 205 Live. I don't care. I, I You should care about one thing, and one thing only from 205 Live. Okay. No, uh, Well, uh, Titus O'Neil opened up the show because he was actually at the arena this time for once. And Neville interrupted him, and he was talking about how he was that Titus was just feeding Tozawa to the monster. And, you know, referring to himself. Except that the crowd started chanting at him, you're not Strowman. He's not. And it was great. That was the one good thing on the show. Sure. 205 Live is not great. Don't I, I don't need to go into detail about it. How was NXT, though? Yeah, it was fine. It was basically just two matches and a lot of, like, backstage video shit. Really? Yeah. Like what? Uh, I mean, just like, hey, here's Ember Moon talking and Ruby Riot gets in her face. Whoa, I guess that match is going to happen sometime, maybe. That seems okay. Here's the iconic duo talking and, oh no, they're interrupted by that lady yelling at Andrade Cien Almas again. Oh, the iconic duo got relegated to that? Mm-hmm. Check out this, check out when Tommaso Ciampa murdered Johnny Gargano. It never happened. Right. Johnny Wrestling's gonna be back next week, so... Good. Fuck a Chompa. You don't hurt Johnny Wrestling. Yeah, basically there was two matches this week. It was... First we had Cassius Ono and, and Hideo Tommy versus The Sanity. Why? And don't say because of last week. I know that, but why? Why... Why would you ask that when you already know the answer? Because they're just gonna have dissension between Ono and Atami? Um, yeah, that's kind of what happened, sort of. What happened? Uh, basically, the match is pretty much Cassius Ono never tagged in. Did he try to? Uh, yeah, he did. And, um, Atami tried to tag him in at one point, but, uh, what's his name? Alexander Wolf, I almost called him Junkrat, uh, got all in his face. It's, it's true. He's I mean, you call, you call Strowman Bing Bong. I'm pretty sure you can call Alexander Wolf a junk rat. He he danced. Oh, good for the match. Sweet, it was really good. I'm in. I like. I, I, I really like Alexander Wolf. Also, I know we talked about it last week, but now we need to talk about it again. Where the fuck's Aaron Kim? He's not just taping. Remember, Wait. he was all taped at once. If he wasn't at the taping, he's just not there. I know. It's just like. Where'd he go? I don't know. He's on. It's weird. He's on mission. He's on mission or something. He's on assignment. It's men on a mission. Yeah. Maybe isn't here. Not yet. When, when Eric Young comes back, maybe. Ah, uh, okay. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Tommy tried to uh, to tag uh, Ono in. Ono was off because he was dealing with Alexander Wolf being a jerk. Uh. Then fucking Killing Dane was all like, hey, why don't I hit you? As you do. Yeah, so then uh, basically Ono tries to tag in later and uh, Atami's like, how about fuck you? Yeah. Fair. And then uh, basically Atami gets his ass handed to him by Killing Dane because he didn't tag in, tag Ono in. Hmm. Or rather, uh, Ono gets jumped by uh, by Alexander Wolf again. Hmm. The Sanity wins. 
Yep, Sanity wins. Cool. What about the other match? Uh, the other match was actually, like, fucking a real-ass main event. It was, like, fucking 35 minutes long. Wow. Yeah, it was the uh, NXT championship match of the Rod Strong versus the, uh, the what's-his-name, the, the Bobby Roode. The what's-his-name? You're going to call the glorious one the what's-his-name? Yes, indeed. You're not glorious. That's just fine. The match was fine? Yeah. Look, man, Roderick Strong is good. I accept that Roderick Strong is good. I still don't really care about him. Bobby Roode, he's great at what he does. I think that his character can only, because I don't think his wrestling is like, super, you know, exemplary or anything. I mean, which, granted, he's an old-school heel. He's doing what he needs to do, and that's fine. But I think that, based on the character that he's playing, he can only be so good as the per- the personality that he's up against. And Roderick Strong, kind of a boring personality. But he's got a family. He's got a family. That's that's what it is. He's got, that's a, his character. He's got a kid. He needs his job. He's less sympathetic he's Slater. But also he wrestles better. Don't you dare say that about a he Slater. Have to. He's he's ROH. He's right strong. He's strong. He's fine. I don't know. Yeah, this match was fine. I, I thought the ending was look, it was kind of the typical ending they do with the Bobby Roode Ood stuff, but I thought it was well done. Oh, wait, of course, you didn't see the ending. Basically, oh. what happened is uh, Roger Strong won. He got the he got a three count, but Bobby Roode had his foot under the ropes, and the referee didn't notice it until after he had already made the three count. And But, like, he noticed it and immediately started waving it off, but, like, the bell already rang, and, like, the announcer was saying that Bobby Roode was the the winner, or, you know, Roger Strong was the winner, and he was hugging his, his wife, and referee's like, no, dude, no, his foot was under the ropes. Come on, man, no. And Roger's ah. like, what, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then uh, Bobby Roode ran out and trucked the, trucked the fuck out of him. Did he get him back in the ring and pen him? Glorious DDT'd him right in front of his wife and then took him back in the ring and Glorious DDT'd him again for the win. Nice. I like it. That's a cool ending. Bobby Roode's still your champ. Good. That sounds pretty solid ending. I like it. Yeah, no, it was a very good ending. And a match that was also very good, but, you know... Not a super big fan of one of the people involved, so eh. okay, that's fair. But that's NXT. That is in fact NXT, and uh, that's also heel turn. In case you didn't know, I did know. It's a production of Progressing Dot Cool. It's not just cool; it's not cool. You, you do the rest. Okay, well, you started it, so I, I fine, man. Uh, th- yeah, that's a cool website where we do website stuff. It's a website where we website about wrestling and, and stuff. Yeah. Michael hasn't written a column in a while. What's up with that? Well, last week was the holiday weekend. That's why. All right. We'll be then. back. Okay. I was just I was just curious. I'm, I'm sure he has some thoughts about the 
the New Japan shows. Mm. Or I don't know what he writes. He's gonna write about. He doesn't tell me ahead of time. I'd be curious. Anyway, yeah, we're all curious, so go check it out, prowrestling.cool, and, and find out more. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWDOTC, on Twitter at The Heel Turn, uh, and of course, we stream this sucker live every Wednesday at mixler.com slash zonecasts, and twitch.tv slash ozoneonline. We go, we start at 9 p.m., we got our, our stupid dumb pre-show, then we uh, do this main show, and uh, yeah, Words? Mm-hmm. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash PWC? Yep. For just a dollar a month, you can get all the past and present show notes for this pot- very podcast. Plus, if you subscribe to the Patreon, uh, next week you'll get a bonus review of Great Balls of Fire written by me. I, Words. I bet you I won't like it. But you'll have to read to find out what the score I give it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. Find me on Twitter at I am John GM. Is that it? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. All right. Well, John, I hope you have a great time watching Great Balls of Fire on Sunday. I'm sure I, I will spend won't. most of it playing Friday the 13th. Well, you're going to pay enough attention to rave review, my friend. Since you didn't write, an article, since you didn't write an article about Raw this week, you absolutely have to write that review now. It's July 4th. Yeah, well, it was July 5th. I still wrote mine. That's your fault, man. I do it for the, I do it for the people. We'll be back next Wednesday. With- I had better things to do, like sit on a beach and eat hot dogs. Yeah, whatever. We'll be back next. I also had a fried clam roll. Let me end the show, damn it. I want to talk about my fried clam roll. No. We'll be back next week without clam rolls and with Joe thoughts of Great Balls of Fire. And until then, don't listen to him. I'm getting a clam roll. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.